Hi, everybody. Yes, this is Anthony Quinn. Welcome to Food Addict. Yes, and I have my friend Katie Finn with me. What's up, Katie? Hi, Anthony. How are you? I'm good. I am really good. Uh, you know, I guess. <laughs> um, I've been eating really bad lately. Um, so I ha- I'm good right now, but I have not been a good boy. <laughs> oh, well, it's, you know, I get it. It's hard. I go through those times as well where you're just like, I don't know, sometimes I just like, it's like I'm eating like a linebacker. It's like a bottomless pit. So I get it. <laughs> yeah. So Katie Finn is a, uh, Katie Finn is a, uh, comedian from the New Jersey area. You live in New Jersey, right? Yeah, so my husband and I, we were, um, um, although I shouldn't make jokes about refugees, which I obviously would never joke about, but I call us COVID refugees. Um, We were in New York City for many, many years, and we moved over to Jersey City, uh, actually about a year ago, last September. So yeah, we're in Jersey City, and it's been been great so far. We're enjoying it. Yeah, Jersey City, they're doing a lot of stuff there, man. They're doing a lot of stuff there. There's a lot of mics. Do you go to mics down there? Yeah, I do. I go to some mics. There's a couple mics in in the area, and then um, it depends. And then sometimes, you know, um, on the PATH train, you can pop into the city, into the West Village in, you know, like 20 minutes. Like, you can be on Christopher Street in 20 minutes. And between the East and West Village down there, if I go into the city at night, you know, you can get in two, three, four mics just trolling between the East and West Village, just, you know, walking back and forth. So um, I do that sometimes as well. Yeah, yeah, but there's definitely comedy in Jersey city and i'm i'm uh, i've reached out to a few uh, restaurants and places that are opening up that um that have you know they have the space so there's more space out here that's one of the reasons we moved there's just more room in jersey city so there's, yeah. there's a lot of these restaurants have the back rooms um that don't get used during the week so why not make you know 100 bucks off of a couple com- you know comics things for the mic so anyway um yeah but we're the net net is yes we're in jersey city and it's been uh, it's been good so far so so you said you go into the city what's your favorite mic in the city um, in New York City. Yeah, yeah, you know, that's a good question. There's a couple of good, there's a couple of mics that I that I like. Um, there's a couple guys, Drew and Mike, they run a, um, um, no, Drew and, I'll forget their names, of course, because I'm on the spot. But anyway, <laughs> they run the mic at the um, Grand Those guys, Drew and Peter. those son of a biscuit eaters. Yeah, those I'm, guys. I'm sorry, those go ahead. Guys. Yeah, no, no, Drew and Peter, that's it. Drew and Peter run a mic um, at Greenwich Village. Um that's a that's a good mic. That one's on Wednesdays and Fridays. They do two mics, one at three, one at five. Um, that I like that I like to go to. Those are There's tough another... times. Those are tough times. Yeah, yeah. If I can, um, if I, I mean, the three o'clock is usually five o'clock sometimes. If I can like pop in um, early, I'll I'll do that. I'm like, um, but I sometimes there's also, um, you know, the place, the place, the, the bar was called. There's a place on. Um, 7th Street uh, that used to be called Climate with a K and the bar was just renamed. There's a bunch of mics. There's mics there like all the time. Yeah, I was doing um, I was doing stuff out of there. Cellar 77 the name of it exactly. is. Exactly. You got it. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It, you know, it's kind of a shitty place though because um, you have to pay $5 and then buy an item too and their beers are like $7 a piece. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, you know, and for five minutes... And you got to show a receipt when you buy the thing. I mean, you know, it's it's sometimes yeah. it starts to get ridiculous after a little while. You know. No, totally. But you know, a lot of the, you know, a lot of the like. There's another mic at the the vill- I think it, I don't know. The Village Lantern was just redone. It's not called the Lantern anymore. But they just redid. It's called like New York. Now what's the name of that one? Now I forget. Um, and that one too. You know, you have to buy the mic is free. But you have to buy a drink, and and I don't drink. But a seltzer, I think the last time I was in there a couple of weeks ago, seltzers at was, you know, six bucks. And I'm obviously going to tip the bartender. So yeah, that's the one thing with the city mics is that, um, you know, they can get expensive. Like some of the mics are free, but then you have to buy a drink, which I get. And some of the mics, like the wine seller seventy seven, the mics five bucks, and then you got to buy a drink. So yeah, like no matter like yeah, no matter what, you're basically getting knocked anywhere from seven to ten bucks for a five minute mic. So yeah, so it does become like a, you know, if I go, yeah, it does become a costly endeavor. That is the one thing with those city mics. And I get it. Look, these places have to, they have overhead, like they have rent. And so I, I don't, you know, you can't fault a business owner. Yeah, no, I, I don't mind. Ma- but um, yeah, I don't mind. Yeah, it's, su- it's expensive. I don't mind supporting the bar. That's not a problem at all. You know, it's, it's just, you know, and the thing is like, if it's a bar, they probably have um, foot traffic. You know, so there's an actual chance when you go to some of these mics that there'll be some regular people there. 
But right, when it's yeah. in a basement that has no foot traffic and you're paying to go tell jokes in front of comics that hate themselves and just are thinking about their own act, <laughs> you know, um, yeah. it gets to be a little much. But I was just curious because um, I always have people ask me that, but um, I don't get down there as much. I've been to all those places, but ever since the pan, you know, ever since the pandemic, I'm not really sure what's up, how things are running, what's good, what's bad anymore. So, yeah, I, no, there things are. I mean, not as many as before, but things are definitely um, up. And I think that's the one thing too. There are not as many, like not as many mics came back. So, but there's just as many comics. So the, that is that is the one thing. Like the mics. Um, the mics definitely fill up, like with the sign-up sheets and all that. Like you've really got to be like Johnny on the spot with like when the sign-up sheets go up and all that and all that stuff for for sure. So that is the one piece of it. But yeah, you know, stuff. It's always been and- like that, though. I remember years ago when I used to twenty years ago when I I was doing comedy. Um, you know, you would be like thirtieth on the list or something. You know. Yeah, yeah. No, some of them get yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, I like the ones. All those mics I named have that sort of like, like a bucket system, which I like. Like it's just, I guess maybe that's like the I don't know. That's the Democrat in me. It's like you know, it's like a democratic system of like it's all it's equal. It's just like <laughs> names in the bucket. They pull, you know, they pull it out, pull the name out. Versus, yeah, I've been to. I won't say, I won't say which mics because I don't want to be that guy. But I've been to a couple <laughs> mics that I no longer go to because it's exactly that. Like. They Man, tell you, did you drink a lot of coffee or something? Oh yeah, maybe. Yeah, but yeah, it's like the same thing where it's like all of a sudden it's like the list is forty people long, and it's like yeah, yeah, it's like yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, so I mean, you know, doing comedy's hard. You got to wait around. You got to, you know, you got to try to get that stage time. I was just curious if there was, and that's what you said. You said Greenwich Village. That's cool. Um, so let me ask you, Katie. Um, have you struggled with your weight? You know, I I guess, so yeah, I guess I'll say like, yeah, like, I guess I'll say yes, like, kind of yes, kind of no, but mo- mostly yes in that, so yes, <laughs> I'll just answer the question shortly, I'll let you talk, I feel like, if, yeah. Kind of so, yes, kind of, kind of no, I, but mostly yes. <laughs> mostly, yeah, exactly, there you go. That's, that's a great answer, I think that's the yeah. best answer I've ever gotten. <laughs> All right. So um, I know you had shared with me. I really don't like to out people about certain things. You had shared with me some compulsiveness you had about other things. Yeah. So, um, but you know, does that ever? Was it like that with food? Yeah. So I and yeah, no, and I appreciate you being sort of you know, um, yeah, not as open about it. But no, I'm I'm pretty open about it. So I, you know, on September fourth, I'll be celebrating my. Um, 13th year of sobriety, which is oh, exciting. Whoa, so, we'll clap that one you. out. I don't appreciate it. Thank Hell you. yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah, That's no, it's yeah, coming, awesome. coming up in a, in a couple weeks. Yeah, so from, um, I never really, um, I do some bits about this in my act, that, uh, that I, I ne- which is true, I never did, um, I never did drugs for a whole myriad of, of, of reasons um, that I make fun of myself for in my act. Part of them you never smoked weed? And, you know, honestly, I tried it a couple. I think on it, I honestly did not. Honest to God, I could probably count on one hand how many times I tried it, and just like I kind of thought it was dumb. I didn't get it. It's just it not. Just it all depends on what you tried, and sometimes it's just not for some people. Yeah, it burned yeah. my throat, and when I was in college, the you know because people don't want to get caught, the the guys would set up this whole system of fans with dryer sheets on it and it was like an engineering project and it's like oh my god can we just open some beers like this has become a whole like like a like an obstacle course so you know it's like I, it's just like a hassle um i know that's really how you smoke some guy was probably like come on just try it <laughs> yeah and i think i did but totally and it's like yeah i honestly I'm, no joke i probably count on one hand and was like you know this is I, i'm not into this at all and then um I was too. Che- I'm too cheap to try cocaine, and it was like so expensive. I'm like, fuck, I'm not spending my money. Like, so, so honest to God, I'm too cheap. And then, um, you know, crystal meth. I, you know, I used to say like my, you know, I'm from Connecticut, so I'm, I'm above it. Crystal meth, like, you know, I'm, I'm above it. <laughs> you um, never tried crystal meth? Oh my! I never did. Oh, I'm above you, it. Click. This is over. Yeah. Uh, so, um, yeah, over. so no. I'm, I'm, I'm conceited about crystal meth, okay? Yeah, I am. I'm, I'm above I it. Think, it's not for me. I think I'm, from, those I'm people, from Connecticut, not Kentucky. We don't do crystal meth. I think those um, people are losers. Yeah, I grew up in a town with three golf courses, for God's sake. We don't do crystal meth. Um, 
so um, <laughs> I'm above uh, it. I'm above it. Yeah. Um, above all it. right. So so yeah, you know, I, this isn't Dateline. I'm not like so. You know, <laughs> how? What else did you suffer from? Like I was just trying. I'm not. I'm all. I'm never sure what people really want to disclose. Um, we're just trying to have some fun. But what I will say is anything that people share that's personal like that, it definitely has an effect on people that listen to this. You know, um, when you say you have 13 years sober and you're doing well and all this stuff, that's good energy that's going out there. Yeah. No, I hope so. And I absolutely I'm, I'm, I'm open about it in a way if it's, a, you know, I don't. I don't shout it from. I'm open about it in a way if I feel like it's appropriate for me mm. to to say it. Yeah. I, you know, I, I I know people, and I sometimes see with like these celebrities that I think it's a little part of my opinion. Obviously, I think it's a little gratuitous people sharing that stuff. It's like I, you know, I share it if I'm in a position or space where I, I feel like it's appropriate, you know, to to share it. And I think I think in some regards it is, you know, important because I think it's for people that if somebody is struggling with any whatever the addiction is, whatever it is. Um, that it, when you've been in that space, which I have been, when you're kind of at this bottom and stuck in this addiction where it's almost like being in a cave and there's and there's no light and you kind of can't see the way the way out. And, and I think for me, like seeing, you know, people that had come back from places where I was in terms of, you know, emotionally yeah. and spiritually kind of broken, that like it's almost like a light in the tunnel that you can start to see a little bit of a way out. And it is sort of like that, that even if you can just see a crack in the wall, a little bit of light like that's enough for you to find your way out and eventually you make an opening like I did and you walk you walk out into the light and you, you end up living and you hopefully stay in the light and live in the light in terms of sobriety but you just kind of need to see the light and so for me it was just so yeah if I can you know that yeah. helps for yeah. anyone but yeah no I yeah yeah and, well um, you know when you you know it's a personal thing for us for you and when you start you know uh talking about it all the time uh, people will be friendly to you and they will be courteous. But first of all, they really don't want to hear it a lot of times. And second of all, if they haven't been through it, they really can't identify with it. So um, this is a thing people live with every day and it's work every day. So in my personal experience, if I found myself talking about it too much, I wasn't working on it enough. You know what I'm saying? Like, like yeah, I, I like to walk even more than I talk. And with that kind of stuff, you're setting yourself up too. Once you start telling everybody, um, you know, it's between you and, and the alcohol, right? I mean, that's it. Yeah, no, I totally, I totally agree with that. And it, and it's like, it's like anything in life. It's like, you don't walk around telling people like, Oh, I, I, I brushed my teeth this morning. I went to work this morning. It's like, yeah, of course you did. Like, cause that's what you do. Like that. Okay. And it's the same sort of thing. It's like, I don't need to tell people, Oh, I didn't drink today. It's like, okay, well that's like, to me, it's like, not that it's my duty. What's the right word. It's like that for me, it's, it's like, that's the right thing to do. Like, of course, uh, you know, I'm an, alcohol you, I'm yeah. an alcoholic, like I'm, I'm a sober alcoholic, but I'm an alcoholic. And if you're an alcoholic or like the, that's for me, it's like for me to get my life in order. That's the right thing for me to do every day is to, is to not a day at a time. Of course, like, not take take a drink so i don't need to for me it's like again if it's appropriate but for me it's like telling people i'm sober i don't drink like i, I you know i do it when it's yeah i feel well, that it's right appropriate to do or something every so often i get some dummy at like a wedding or something that's like you gotta have a drink with us and finally i'll be like dude i'm a raging alcoholic like i'll have a drink but i will burn this whole fucking place down if that's what you want to happen like back off <laughs> like but otherwise i don't really yeah um yeah, I mean, you know, it's, it's, I mean, at 13 years though, you must be like just dealing with a lot of gratitude, right? I mean, in a lot of ways. Yeah, I, gratitude's a big piece of staying sober for sure, but you know, it's, you know, with some, you got to stay humble too. You got to stay humble, but you know, I'm just yeah, saying like yeah. 13 years is a decent, not that you focus on it every day, but I'm, I'm talking about your mindset because what do they say? Five years to get your marbles back, then yeah. five years to know how to use them. So, Hey man, you know how to use them and everything. <laughs> yeah, no, I do. I'm, yeah, I'm about, uh, I've about like a half, about a, you know, getting to about a, like halfway to having half a clue to what I'm doing in my, <laughs> in my, um, life. Yeah. The gratitude is a big Gratitude is a big piece of it, um, but 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 yeah, I agree, Anthony. It's like also staying humble because, like, it's you know, it's you know, it, it is, and not, this is going to sound really like you know cheesy. Some people listening to me like I roll, but, but it is it is a day at a time, and I've 
I've seen and known people that had years of sobriety. I'm talking a long time. And they, you know, it just like one, like they, you know, they, they, they went out. They, they go out. That happens. Like, oh, yeah? there's no, I, 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 I wish, like, I wish you could hit a mark. Like, oh, at 15 years, you're definitely never going to drink it. Like, that'd be great. I would, I mean, listen, if a genie appeared right now, that'd be one of my wishes. Like, how great, but to have that guarantee. But there's, I live in that space of humility when it comes to alcohol. Like, there's no, like, people say to me, oh, you're never going to drink again. And I say all the time, like, that's my intention. But I, I mean, listen, I could be in, in, I could be in a blackout asleep on a park bench by next Friday. I hope not. But could that happen? Sure. Yeah, I mean... I, people, I have to stay yeah. sober. Like, I, yeah. I have to, you know, I have to stay... You have to work... I, I guess sobriety is like anything in life in terms of your job or your marriage, like, whatever. Like, you, you have you have to you have to work at it every day. And I and I do. Some days more than others. Sometimes it's small or large. But um, you, you have to you have to work at it every day. Anyone that's able to stay sober, it's not... It's, it's every day. You have to work at it in some yeah. capacity. Yeah, um, but going back to your I almost food forgot what thing. I was going to say there for a second. <laughs> Sorry. Um, no, 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 it's okay. Oh, what was it? What were you talking about? You were talking about... I was going to say, going your question with the food, for me, I found, even though alcohol was obviously my drug, my being an active alcoholic you will, will inevitably create other... It, it creates unmanageability in your life in a lot of different ways. Like, it's not just about being drunk, but... You know, being an active alcoholic, you create unmanage, you know, unmanageabilities. And one of my unmanageabilities when I was drinking oh. was like, was 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 my eating. In that, you know, if I woke up hungover, you know, a hangover, like I would eat like just a, just a crap load of, you know, just like bad food. Yeah, and I, then I, I remember what I was going to say. Just one second, I remember what yeah, I was yeah, going to yeah. say. Sorry. Um, see, a lot of people don't realize when you say like, uh, I'm not going to do this for the rest of my life. You're putting way too much pressure on yourself, you know, and so living one day at a time, and, it, and this is the thing that people don't realize, when you're living one day at a time, you're not like living like it's the last day of your life. <laughs> you <know? laughs> that's, yeah. not, that's not what you're doing, man. Like you said, you're trying to do the next right thing every day because, hey, man, maybe I might drink tomorrow. But I'm not drinking today. I mean, that's how it is. It has to be. For me, it was a minute at a time sometimes. So, you know, so anyway, getting back to the food, uh, was there was there times when, like, you really had powerlessness and unmanageability about the food? Yeah, I think that's a really good way to put it. And not that, yes, I think that's a good way to put it in that, um, it would it would almost be like yeah like it get like you know you like my eating habits were just unmanageable like I would I would yeah. overeat I would undereat I you know you, when you're a hangover like you gravitate towards crap you know like crap food like yeah so greasy like, food yeah greasy food so I'm eating greasy food and then the next day it's like okay like I've got to go exercise and work off that food so then like I'm barely eat like I'm having a cup of coffee and like you know a bowl of cereal for the like I'm barely eating all day so like and that's not healthy either like. So overeating, undereating, you know, having the calories from the booze, like there was this constant sort of weight. And I, I fortunately so, was never like grossly, yeah, you know, I was like gonna grossly say, overweight in what, terms of, but. Were you overweight um, when you were a child? When you were a kid? A child. You know, when you were a yeah, child yeah. swinging on the swing? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when you were, your, when you were like, when you were a kid. In your fancy town you? with three golf courses and no heroin. Um. Yeah, so I was like, yeah, it's funny. I was like a chubby kid from probably, yeah, maybe like second through like sixth grade. And then in sixth grade, I kind of, I kind of thinned out. No, seventh grade, I thinned out in that I really started to sort of like, yeah, I want, I started to like watch what I ate in terms of like not eating a lot of junk and thinking more. I was, you know, seventh grade, you're starting to like, you know, develop a little bit and I kind of just had this mind where I was like I can't eat like a kid like I gotta like I should I, like I just sort of like wanted to engage in some like healthier eating habits and then in seventh grade too I was sort of playing more sports so I kind of thinned thinned out a bit in um in seventh grade and then in high school I was playing a lot of sports so like in high school I was really fit and then college yeah like you know it's it's the usual story college you're you know, in the college, the school cafeteria with like all you can eat, and then between the booze, and I wasn't playing as much sports, and it just um, the weight, and then that my weight kind of started to like kind of creep 
back up okay. again. I luckily was never like, you know, terribly obese or had a doctor say to me, listen, like you're in danger of this or that. But I like, you know, like your, your weight going okay. up and down and not so much the weight. It's like, you know, it's like how you, like how yeah. you actually physically yeah. feel so, about yourself. So have you woken up before and had a food hangover? Totally. Yeah. Oh, so, so you, would you identify as a food addict? No, I, I wouldn't okay. because I think, I think the, <laughs> I don't know why I, I clapped mean, that, that you had a food hangover. No, it's just no, nobody yeah, ever yeah. says yes to that. Nobody <laughs> yeah. ever, like very few people say yes to that. Yeah. Food, yeah. No, no, it's totally, um, um, yeah, it was. Um, yeah, it's fine. Clap for addiction. Yeah, we just have to get me on, get me on heroin, and we'll have the trifecta. Um, yeah. I, so I guess I wouldn't say that for two reasons. And the one is I'm not like, and I want to be clear, it's not like a matter of. No, I was never a food addict. That's crazy. It's like addiction's serious, and I and I believe food addiction's a thing. And I would never want to label myself something in terms of that community if I wasn't like you know. Um, like I've had, I've had people that have tried, like, not, I shouldn't say somebody's not an addict, but I had a friend that like abused Adderall in college for a couple of months. And she's like, well, when I was a drug addict, I'm like, you want a drug, like, <laughs> you took Adderall, like, relax, like, you're not a drug, like, relax, like, why do you want to be a drug addict so badly? Like, you're not, like, it like annoys me. She's like, you know, when I was doing, like, you weren't doing drugs, you know, go away. Like, you had an extra, like, it just makes me crazy. So, um, you know, you I've just smoked crack. You just smoked crack and got herpes one time. Okay, one time, you're yeah, not a you're drug not addict. addict. Yeah, like, what, like you know, making that sound like yeah, it just like makes me crazy. Which like, you know, when I was using drugs, like okay, like yeah, to pass your finals for two weeks, sure, that for for those two weeks, and yes, you were a drug addict. Um, but um, yeah, I um, you know, for me when I overate, it was I guess I'd say this, it was always tied to the alcohol. Like it was always somehow tied to my addiction in yeah, that okay. I was hung over or like I was, because also too, like alcohol metastasizes into sugar. So Absolutely, there were nights when yeah. I wasn't drinking and I would crave the alcohol. So sugar was the way eating a box of cookies oh, or eating so a pint terrible. of ice cream was the way to sort of yeah. balance that, that, that out. So that's why I wouldn't call myself a, a food addict in that. A, I don't want to, you know, they, that's a, you know, again, a serious addiction. I don't want to throw myself into that community. Like, you know, and then number two, I um, um, I want to be respectful, I guess, of that community in terms of that addiction. Number two, mine was always predicated on my disease of alcoholism because once I got sober, it wasn't right away, of course, but once I really got sober and got like my eating, like my eating, like leveled, my eating became manageable, like everything else in my life, my eating became manageable. That okay, that, yeah, that, that's eating. what I was going to ask you. You answered the question before I asked that. I was going to say. Do you realize when you're sober, everything, you know, your your unmanageability, a, a huge degree of your unmanageability, um, you know, probably went away. Exactly, yeah. yeah. I mean, in my life, you know, that's the that's the first step if you're a member of a 12-step program, which I am, is that, you know, um, you know, came to believe that you were powerless over alcohol and that your life had become unmanageable. And, you know, my... I was powerless over alcohol, yes, but like, and my the second part is like, yeah, my, my life was unmanageable. You know, when I was an active alcoholic, like my life was unmanageable to the point that, um, like, I couldn't even manage my laundry. Like, I was constantly yeah. to get clothes for work in the morning. I I was fishing clothes out of the out of the hamper. Like, I mean, like I'm talking like I'm in my late twenties. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm married. Like, I'm not function. I'm not like a high schooler. Like, but that baseline degree of unmanageability where. A grown woman, and forget even doing my laundry. Like I'm talking, a grown woman, and and by the way, I lived in New York City at the time. So if you've ever been to New York City, which I'm sure you have, and if any of your listeners, you know that New York City, there's more dry cleaners than there are Starbucks. Like there's a dry cleaner every six feet in New York City. So yeah. if you can't get your clothes to a dry cleaner in New York City, you're you're really you're really struggling in life. And I couldn't even get my clothes to the cleaners to that level of a manageability. Yeah. down to my eating habits. So and, once yeah. my Go ahead. Yeah, so once I got sober, it wasn't like, I want to be clear, like, it wasn't like I didn't, you know, drink for one day and then boom, everything. It's like, oh, this is great now. Yeah, it worked itself out perfectly. It was a build over, Of course, and over time, um, a multitude of areas in my life became, you know, more manageable and the unmanageability went, you know, know, went away. Or I mean, it doesn't mean everything's perfect, but it certainly, you know, gets better. You know, progress, not perfection. But I, um, my eating habits too just sort of um, became more manageable um, in terms of actually eating on 
and a schedule, like having a having a three meals in a in a in a day. Look, it's not all perfect. Like actually, I was crazy busy this morning. The first time I ate today wasn't until twelve noon. So I'm not going to sit here and tell you I sit like you know, you know, Sally homemaker and have like a breakfast, yeah. lunch, and dinner. But it's also too. It's like a normal. It's not like cramming crap down yeah. my throat. Like I had some, you know, it's stuff like that. And and I'll tell you, my I get an annual physical done every single year, and my my weight. I've been the same between all this. I mean, I don't really give a shit. I'll say it. I don't care. So I've been between, aside from when I was pregnant with my daughter, that obviously doesn't count because that was an extra 25 pounds, but I've been between 135 and 140 pounds. I've been that weight for the last, like basically since I've been sober the last 12 years, I have been between that, those that I haven't ex- gone below or exceeded that amount. I've been exactly that. Yeah. So, so what I was going to say, you, you keep saying everything I was going to say, cause you're very, very smart and you've been through this. Um, but what I was going to say is, is, you know, exactly what you said that if, um, it makes sense that you don't identify as a food addict because your food addiction was really just part of the alcohol. Like you, you not your addiction. Your unmanageability was part of your, your addiction to alcohol, and that's what I was going to say. Other things were probably unmanageable. Probably everything was just about unmanageable. So that's what you said with your laundry and everything else. And then when you stopped. You know, the alcohol, everything, everything. And it was probably a process because when you stopped drinking, you probably wanted, like you said, you wanted to eat sugar. You probably ate some things that you hadn't eaten in a while, um, a lot. Um, but then that evened out, and that's great. Are you, well, I, when I saw you, you were going to go play tennis or something, right? Or you came from tennis? Oh, yeah, that was so funny. That's right. Yeah, when we got that mic together. Yeah, I showed up to the mic, and um, yeah, that I was joking that you guys were going to be like, this bitch get lost on her way to tennis. What are you doing at this mic, lady? <laughs> Um, yeah, I was in a, um, I was, you know, in a, um, yeah, I was in a tennis clinic on Monday night and it had gotten rained out that night. And so I was like, oh, that mic was, I was like, oh, let me go to this mic. Um, so yeah, I was in my tennis. I was like, like if anyone was saying, I was in like, imagine somebody walking into a bar to do an open mic and like a full on <laughs> outfit. That was Katie Finn that day. Like full, like You full look on. like, you like, look like you, Steffi Graf. <laughs> totally. Oh yeah. Like a <laughs> You took a picture and was like, Katie fan Halloween tennis party. And I'm like, oh, what a great, like, you would have thought it was a Halloween party. Like, I was in a full-on, even <laughs> you, the tennis shoes. I didn't even change that in my tennis shoes. Like, I was in my tennis sneaker. It was the whole deal. Oh, yeah. You should have just used the end of the racket as a microphone. <laughs> you know, I just said that to myself. Is this thing on? Is this committed. thing on? <laughs> I totally should have. You're totally right. I should have committed and just brought my racket in. I, I yeah, if, if I could, in the words of Cher, if my I could turn rack. back time, that's what I would do. Hold on. I'm going to put my racket down to go up and do <laughs> <Yeah>. comedy. <laughs> All right, so listen, listen. You talk very fast, and I love it. <laughs> I do, yeah. Um, all right, so so let me ask you a question. Uh, when you were a kid, when you were, you said you were chubby in, in elementary school. Did you get yeah. razzed about it? Did Were there names you were called and stuff like that? No. You know, it's funny. That's a really interesting question. And I grew up in the 80s when there was, like, no rules about yeah. Like bullying or harassment or anything. And no, you know, Whoa. it's so interesting. <laughs> I never, I know, I never did. And, you know, a lot of kids, especially girls, talk about, like, middle school was like a horror show yeah. for them and blah, blah, blah. And I'll tell you, I, by the grace of the good Lord, I, maybe not by the grace of the good well, maybe, <laughs> I don't know, whatever. Um, I never was teased or anything. And I think it was because, I think it was because a couple of, things i think i think honestly if i had to look back especially on middle school like i don't think any girls really saw me as like a threat to them which is sad but but true was your dad and, you know, a, was your dad a cop <laughs> no no that's I'm so, just I just think, no that's a good question no um <laughs> and you know i think like in general like you know like and listen like i'm not perfect but i think in general like i was a nice kid i grew up in the same town i grew up in a town called ridgefield connecticut um, and I, I, from kindergarten through high school, like I, I literally spent my childhood in that town. And, you know, I was fortunate. A lot of the kids, some kids moved in and out, but there were a lot of kids that like, I went to kindergarten with that we graduated high school together. So these were kids that like, we really grew up together. Like we knew each other. We knew each other's family. So like, yeah, I mean, listen, so there wasn't, there was, you knew each other too well. So there really wasn't pettiness. Yeah, there was, yeah, there yeah. wasn't I mean, pettiness. Look, was it, okay. Was, was it perfect? Like, no, of, of course, course not. not. But in general, 
you know, I, I don't, I'll put it to you this way. There's only, I'm not going to, there's only one person I went to high school with that I really truly was like, that guy's a dick and I don't like him. All right, what did he do? What did he do? I want to know what he did. What did he do? You know, he was just this, he was an arrogant he was arrogant, and he was the one... I thought you I were going to say of, he's an Aryan. I was going to say, this Aryan, is awesome. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes, I'm also racist. He was Muslim. I don't like... No, that's not really untrue. Um, no, no, he was just... He was arrogant, and um, um, I played... Um, I was a tomboy as a kid. I played, I played Little League when I was growing up, and there were no girl. I was one of the... There was me and another girl in the league. Maybe, like, there were not... Like, out of an entire Little League in an entire town... When I got up to like past T ball, like when they were actually pitching, there was me and one other girl out of like hundreds of boys playing Little League. And I was like, I was a good, I was a good baseball player. I enjoyed it. I loved it. I was a good player. And like this kid always would make, he was the only boy. None of the other boys did this. He would always make comments to me about being a girl, like playing, like he would always like sort of like harass me. Maybe. I don't know. Like didn't work because I still this day think the guy's a, um, an asshole. So um, that's all he did? Is that what all he did? Yeah, but I remember, you know, I remember that. Like, I just remember being like, dude, like, what the, like, I just remember being like, and it's funny, I don't, I didn't realize it at the time as a kid, but like, looking back, I like inherently knew that like, you're saying these things to me just because I'm a girl. You that's, said high school. Big, I thought you said high school though. No, this kid was, I mean, he's a kid, I guess I went to high, but I grew up with him. No, like, this is a kid that like, he would tease me and like, Middle school, like when I was playing like Little League, yeah. Um, so, Are you friends with him on Facebook? We graduated together. Are you friends with him on no, Facebook? No, I sometimes see him pop up um, and he, he's holding his baby. I always think, I, I do think to myself, I hope that kid's not a little asshole like you are. Um, <laughs> Holy shit. I do think and that. I, he must have done, did he throw a rock at you or something? No, I just remember. Remind no, me to stay on your good side. <laughs> I know, I know, you're right? Like, no, I just. But that's the thing. He's the one out of think of hundreds of kids. Like he's the one person. I went to my high school reunion. We had my twenty year high school reunion a couple of years ago, and I had a blast, man. I had the best time. I had so much fun. And he's just the one. He's just the one kid that like ever teased me or or bullied me. And literally, truly, the one. And I think that I don't know. I think that just stuck out to me. And he was and there. The only reason he, he was at the twenty reunion was he there? I don't think so. Okay. I don't think so. All right, go ahead. But I think that's why I maybe sound just like so angry and annoyed at him is because like he was just the one kid. So what's his name? Let's say my... what's his name? No, I don't want to. I real. No, I don't want to. I don't say wrong. names. I, don't I, say I just thought I was wondering if you would do it. <laughs> no, I, I, no, I'm I sneaky. I don't, want, I don't want to be that guy. I know, very sneaky, Anthony. But um, but no, but I otherwise had a good. Yeah. Um, no, I had a good experience, even despite my my chubbiness. No, I had a good experience. Um, growing up it was a nice town it was a Good. nice childhood i have a lot of great friends all right she um, got she yeah. got out unscathed everybody i did I but did. then she became I an did. alcoholic so I, I know she became an alcoholic anyway so like why well, i couldn't have been that nice you're a raging alcoholic <laughs> there you go it shows you know you don't have to get picked on in school to be an alcoholic well that's it is it's true and that's the funny thing and i don't know if anthony maybe i'll turn this up with you with like any like you know like any like food addiction it's like i've I see people and I hear just in conversations or like where people will like somebody, you know, a kid will do, you know, I know kids, you know, kids that do have drug problems or this problems and people be like, oh, they'll point to something. Oh, well, you know, the parents, that was never a nice this or, you know, they always pressured him. Like there's always like some pointing of the finger to something. And I tell people all the time, like, listen, I, you know, my 12 step meetings when I went to in New York City, there were people from all, when I tell you, there were people up there's a there's a 12-step meeting in new york city called the 79th street workshop in the 79th street and first avenue it's a great meeting and you could sit you could sit in that room and this is the honest to god's truth there could be a homeless person with like paper bags like stinks like got the shakes other detox and across the room there is somebody that has won an academy award is that Perry Street? Just, is that what you're talking about? No, Perry Street's in, in downtown, but oh, Perry yeah. Street also had that too. Where the other thing people do, I don't know, like people will say the names of famous people they saw in meetings. It's, that's wrong. Which don't, is terrible. Don't, yeah, don't, that's don't terrible. do that. that, that they, are, they are entitled to their anonymity. But okay, all right, we're gonna move on. Okay. Yeah. Stop all this serious stuff about serious I will. life. <laughs> no, I, I appreciate it, man. You yeah. have some really good insight, and you're you're a very smart, smart woman. So that's really why I wanted um, you on this show. 
Um, but now we're going to have some lighthearted fun and okay. you're going to get shipwrecked on an island. <laughs> oh, okay. Does that Let's sound do like fun? It does. <laughs> that's how that's how bad things are in the world right now. A oh, shipwreck God. on a deserted island actually sounds pretty good. <laughs> I know. I... All right. Yeah, it does. All right. So, so you're, you're shipwrecked there. You're by yourself. You're the only one. However, you got there, um, and there's a genie there. Okay. okay. And the genie okay. says he's going to grant you one meal. Oh. One meal, only the same meal every day. Until you get either rescued or, you know, <laughs> it's going to be for a long time either way. What is, what do you choose? What meal do you choose? Um, gosh. Is, I don't, I don't know what do I choose. You know, I'll just go for my head, for my head first. One, I love Italian food. Like my mind immediately was like, said to myself chicken parmesan wow okay that's a pretty decent that's pretty decent you know because you get yeah. spaghetti with that so you exactly know, you could, that was my thought yeah you could have just the chicken you could get like some leaves you can eat some edible leaves put the chicken between there you got a you got a desert island chicken parm you know <laughs> yeah that was exactly my thought it would have the side of spaghetti so if you got a little tired of the chicken parm you maybe have some spaghetti that was exactly my thought yeah if you catch yeah. some crab right you catch some crab all of a sudden, you got crab with spaghetti and uh, sauce. Right. Totally. That was exactly my, that was like exactly my thought. You All right. That was a good one. I like that one. Okay. Yeah. Chicken parm. That was a good one. Okay. So, the genie allows you one soft drink. You can have one, no booze. I'm sorry, Katie. Oh, oh actually, <laughs> I'm sorry. You're, I say no booze to people, but we know you're not having booze. Um, I didn't mean that to be rude. Actually, I usually no, 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 totally I usually fine. say that to people. No booze. Um, so a soft drink. You can only have one. Oh, that's easy for me. The best, the best soda in the world. I love Diet Dr Pepper. I love it. Just okay. There's no toothpaste on the island either. <laughs> I know. All right, Diet. Water rinse. So Diet Dr Pepper. Yeah, that'd All be right. my drink of choice. That's good stuff. Soda, yeah. That's a yeah, pretty good favorite. one too. Okay, we're not gonna clap that one out, but it's pretty good. <laughs> I'm yeah. just I'm worried about all that that fake sweetener. There's no doctors yeah. on the island, so I I'm yeah. worried. I'm worried about you, Katie. <laughs> I'm worried about you. Okay. Thank you. You're right. It's not good for me. You're totally right. Yeah, but I guess at that point I got bigger fish to fry than. <laughs> and you're only getting little, one little a day. Sweet. You're only getting yeah. one a day, so it's it's you know we can deal with it. We can live with it. Uh, all right. Now. This is a big one. Okay. This is an important one. You can only have one dessert. That's it. Just one dessert. You're only getting one meal a day. That's it. A dinner, a soft drink, and a dessert. What do you pick? Yeah, you know, I would, uh, oh gosh, I have a favorite dessert, but if I'm thinking of one a day. Like for like real till, till every day, you got to have this dessert every day. Yeah, I really like um, I really like I really like cake. Any kind of like a chocolate cake or just like a, like a you know like a yellow like a yellow cake like the the Duncan Hines. So oh my I, god, I, that is yeah. the shit! Oh, that's a good so answer. Good, right? Yeah. And you know what? Yeah, the Duncan Hines with like the chocolate frosting, the yellow cake. That's the best. Yes, and you know what? You could get some of that coconut. You know, some of the coconuts you get down from the trees. Totally. And you can mix that with the with the you know the chocolate. You'd have that's chocolate coconut cake. You know, right there. Maybe there some fruit on the island. You could throw a few berries on top. I was just gonna say berries. If they don't kill you, try them on the birds first. If they don't kill the birds, <laughs> right? That's true. Yeah, that's a good point. We don't want to. Yeah, can you imagine? Yeah, that's you a good can't point. test them on yourself. Yeah, I, I need so you to be alert here, Katie. All right. Yeah. So, okay. I have good news. Great news. You're off the island. All right? You got rescued. Um, some uh, oil ship or something. Noticed you. You were doing something. You had something on fire. It worked. All right. So you're back. You just got back. What's the first place you go and eat? What's the place you were dying for that you, you know, you're probably done with Italian food because you just had it a bunch. 
But hey, yeah. may, might be Italian. What's the first place you go to? What's the specific restaurant? Um, gosh, what's the specific restaurant? I would probably go. I'm assuming I'm going to treat myself. I've been stuck on this desert island. Yes, yeah, yeah. The price isn't really a factor unless totally. you're like you. You want your meal with like Diddy in his in in his uh, in his plane or something. <laughs> so I would probably go. I do love. I'd probably um, go to. I'd probably go to Del Frisco's. That's the steakhouse, but, but the one in New York City, the one in Midtown. All right, good. All right, that's a good the one. one on Sixth Avenue. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so here's an important question. Now, this is gonna. This is going to really be big for this episode. <laughs> how okay, what, what cut of steak do you eat and how do you like it cooked? Um, so I so I flip-flop between a couple but I'll answer I'll answer just one way. So I guess if I had to choose one cut, I do like a T-bone. Ooh, I, that's a good one because yeah, you're I getting like you're getting like a little bit of both, right? You're getting exactly. like a little bit of the strip. Wow, that's that's a. It's hard to argue with a T-bone. I mean, the right answer is ribeye. <laughs> well, that actually is my because Stelfresco does an amazing ribeye that's actually not on the menu. You have to ask for it. So I was torn, um, but I do. Yeah, but I do like both a ribeye or a T-bone. If you can sure, get a good ribeye, a good ribeye, there's no better tasting beef. It just yeah. It's just a fact. I mean, it, I've had some pretty good filet mignons, but that's not my style. And I've had some unbelievable New York strips and um, uh, T bones. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. But yeah, if you're ever treating yourself, Anthony Del Frisco's has a. It's not on the menu. You have to ask for it, but they'll do it. They have a great revive Del Frisco's. Really good. All right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hey. You just said you're taking me there. Awesome, man! I'm going. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going. Just tell your husband we're just friends. We're we're podcast buddies. He could come too. Hell yeah! Oh, he will, oh believe me, he'll be there. The um, Del Frisco's uh, ribeye. They have a great lemon yeah. Uh, lemon cake. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You you got me. You got me. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, all right. So we're just, it's just another question or two. Then we're gonna wrap up. Um. So, are you cooking? person or do you cook you know i kind of got into um not previously but especially during the, the pandemic i i did just because it was like couldn't go out and it's like i wasn't gonna keep so who cooks your husband cooks no he does not i, do, <laughs> I cook um do you know what i when i say i cook you know what i got into was um those two things, those hello, those hello fresh boxes. You know, hello fresh. They you, you order the meals and it comes yeah. with all the ingredients. Could, and all actually, that. could you just pause for one second? I have to use the bathroom. Hold on one second. I'm gonna pause it. Hi everybody, we're back. That was just a blip for you. I usually don't announce that I have to go to the bathroom, <laughs> but we keep it yeah. real here on Food Attic. Um, and I wanted to go to the bathroom because I'm having so much fun with Katie here. I didn't want to have to, you know, have other stuff on my mind, and I didn't want to wrap it up early. So. I asked you if you cook. So what the question I was going to ask you was, if you, because you, what were you saying? You get those pre-made basket things. You get those like uh, that they send so the box fresh, with the with the meal to your house. Yeah. So Hello Fresh isn't pre-made, but it comes with the instructions on how to make the meal and everything like laid out for you. Like the like everything sort of like all the pieces are there, and I, I just have to maybe chop a few vegetables and things like. So it's pretty basic and the step-by-step directions as to how to put um, the meal and they're nice meals like it's you know wasn't there like like a blue basket thing or something that used to do that totally the same concept blue apron but like same exact same exact concept yeah 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 that was the first one i think the blue apron one um yeah okay so so all right i mean i guess you could use the blue apron so i'm coming over somebody important is coming over okay and you have to put something out. You have to have a dish that you're like, look, I cooked this. What is it that you put out? What do you think you cooked that, you know, something that could kind of dazzle somebody, even just a little? <laughs> yeah. So, Anthony, if you came over, it would be a very important person, for sure. So that's number one. Yeah, you know what actually I would do if you were coming over? So I wouldn't do Hello Fresh. There's a great... Argentinian butcher about a 10 minute walk from my my condo 
I would go. They make a beautiful. They have a skirt steak that they have in a really Ooh. great marinade. Whoa! I buy the skirt steak, and I would do that on the. It's great on the grill, five minutes each side. Whoa! And I would make a salad, and I would just do like a salad with some chopped red onion, tomato, like the iceberg, a little blue cheese. And I actually do know how to. I do make a good just vinaigrette. I know how to make a little like a basic salad dressing. I make that, and I. Um, and I would do that. So just a skirt steak with the with the salad. Skirt steak with the salad, and then I would probably do some sort of asparagus if it was or something. Winter or summer, exactly asparagus in the asparagus just in the oven with some olive oil, salt, pepper for twenty minutes at four hundred. That's perfect. All right. You know that's yeah, a pretty good some, meal. All right. Yeah, just uh, clear with your like husband, that. and I'll be over. <laughs> Yeah, no, he loves it. I make that, yeah, no, do that. Or maybe corn, depending. Again, I make a little corn on the cob on the grill. You can do that, too. Do you, okay, honest, do you cut it off the cob for your husband or no? No, God, no. He's what it's like, corn man, no. He has to deal with it. I only can manage so much. If he wants his corn cut off the cob, that he has to do. I, 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 yeah. All right, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, my mom cut the yeah. corn off the cob for me. <laughs> you know, I'd like to have a woman do it once in a while. I don't think my girl would do it. But yeah, any- I, don't, I think yeah, we have to we have to draw the line somewhere. This is where I'm taking a stand for women. A little goes a long way, Katie. We, we, okay? we, we can we can deal with our right to choose being taken away, and we can deal with being underpaid. But by God, we will not be cutting corn off the cob for people. That's where I'm, I'm done. You should make a YouTube video. Don't cut it. Do not cut it. I should. That should all be right. my my platform. Okay. So so all right. So. What's the one food that you just cannot stand? That if you see it, you, it's not that you necessarily get sick, but you're just like, there's no way I'm eating that. You maybe even at gunpoint. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm a pretty good eater. There's not a lot of foods I don't eat. The All only right. the the only foods that I just kind of like I don't know, just like skeeves me a little is um. I like sushi, but those the big pieces of sushi, the, the sashimi, those kind of bigger raw pieces. Yeah. I can't, that I can't, I can't get my head around that. Like, I cannot do that. Do you eat the, the eel? Other, do you eat the unagi? No. Okay. I can't stand that. I do eat that. some I don't sushi. Like the, yeah. The yeah. So well, you, don't, you probably I do don't eat, like some fish then. You, you like cooked fish? Cooked fish, yes. If it's cooked, no problem. No problem. <laughs> but like pieces, and I eat some sushi. Like I can go to a sushi restaurant and find some stuff that I'll eat. Oh, rolls, yeah, you eat of, rolls and stuff. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah, the sashimi, and I can't eat. Um, it just, you know, my background is like Irish, German, you know, Scottish, and like my my like delicate like Irish German stomach cannot handle. Um, I can't eat Indian food. It just doesn't agree with me. I've tried it, but oh, I love the spices. Oh yeah, God. I can't. Um, I can eat the chicken tikka masala. I can get that down, but like the other, I don't eat Indian food ever just because I can't. Um, yeah, I just um, I can't handle the yeah um, spices. Spice. I have to be careful when I order stuff in places. I take some chances here and there because I'm a disgusting. Um, food person um but uh yeah man i mean you pay for it the next day you pay for it the next day yeah yeah and i um i'm sure it's good i tried it it smells good i walk by there's a lot of indian restaurants in my neighborhood and i walk by and it's like i want to go in and eat it it smells awesome i but i know that i like i you know i i I, I can't okay so so what's one thing what's one thing that you can't resist when you see it, you just have to eat it. You just have to. It's something that you know is unhealthy for you, that's terrible for you. But you're just like, you can't even have it around you because you won't stop eating it. Is there anything anything for you like that or no? Yeah, you know, I really do. Um, I, I really do. I really like potato chips. Oh. Those, I you got to watch like, out. They don't have the MSG because that's like a computer chip. You know, yeah, no, I, yeah, it's like, yeah, they're not, yeah, they're not, um, yeah, I like, um, um, all types of potato chips, really, but there's a couple of different types of, um, there's, um, there's a ch- potato chip brand called, I think, Kettle House, they make this yeah. barbecue potato chip that I love, 
Do you have chips in your house right now? So I do have chips in my house right now. They are the um, they are the, the, the they're from they're the little the little like grab bag but they're the small oh, okay. size All ones right. of um and they're they're the baked ones they're the baked lays. Okay. All right. Okay. That's, so that's I, smart to I, have the little bags. So then you can just eat one, be done with baked lays. Suck though, don't they? I mean, let's let's yeah. be real about it, Katie. <laughs> I'm Anthony Quinn. I'm right here. Talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be honest with each other. You um, tell me you're a potato chip fan, and then you bring me baked legs. I'm like, what's going on here? This yeah, may not no, air. It's, it's like when I used to like to drink Jack Daniels, and somebody like my dorm room had like Jim Evans instead. It was like, don't sell me, don't, don't, tell, don't. This is not Jack. Like, don't try and sell me your BS. Jim Evans is not Jack Daniels. Um, no, I totally get it. Yeah, the baked legs. They're okay. I think for me, it's like I love the um, I love this like I, I love the saltiness. So yeah. I think for me, somehow it mentally satisfies well, that. You know, if you like chips and you haven't had chips in a while, bake lays taste good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but um, no. I mean, listen, if it's like the the kettle barbecue chips versus the bake lays, I mean, I'll throw the I mean, I'll, I'll throw the bake lays you know out into okay. my front yard. I don't care, like you know, in two seconds. So yeah, I, I get what you're saying. It's um. I know I what to get you for Christmas now. I just put it on. I know what to get Katie for Christmas. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right. So one one more question. We're going to wrap it up. Um, do is there a really bad restaurant store you have like where you just remember it was terrible? Was there a fight? Was there was the food bad? Just a horror. Oh, do you have a horror story? It's so funny you ask because I do, and it's recent from just this past mother's day <laughs> okay so we the i i very foolishly well not me more so my husband okay fine we like very last minute we're like oh we should try and go out to brunch for mother's day we i'm like of course you know to, to make mother's day brunch plans you have to plan like eight weeks in advance i'm basically planning like 18 hours in advance we end up at a restaurant in downtown Jersey City right near Grove Street. I forget the name of it. I could probably find it on my phone. forget the name. Anyway, this restaurant. And I should have right away been tipped off because, like, we were able to get a reservation, like, no problem, like, the day before Mother's Day, which is, like, forget like forget it. So other places I called to get a reservation didn't even, they just, like, laughed at me and hung up the phone. So that's how I knew. I should have known, like, something was wrong. So we sit down to eat and, like, right off, off it's, a, it's supposed to be brunch, right? So right off the bat, and I, a fr- I had a, a fr- dear friend of mine with me, um, her who husband had very just recently passed suddenly. Okay. So dear friend of mine, her um, her name is uh, Joan. So we had this, you know, friend of mine. We said, you know, why don't you come to brunch with us? And so this poor woman just, you know, been through this very traumatic event, and then you know, but Mother's Day we're trying to have a nice time and, and everything. And so my friend, the woman comes to the order at the table, and my friend says to the woman, "Can I have um, a decaf coffee?" And the woman says, "Oh, we don't have." We don't have decaf. And I said, is it, is it just not made? Like, we can wait for it? Or she's like, oh, no, we just, we don't have it. <laughs> so right there, you're serving Sunday brunch and you don't have decaf coffee. Like, okay. We so just, then, you didn't know there, there, there's no decaf anymore? <laughs> right, there's no decaf. Go, go ahead. So then go. I ordered um, a glass of milk for my, I have a four-year-old. I ordered a glass of milk for my daughter. woman says, we don't have any milk. I was like, okay, but that makes, I, I want to be clear, I actually, I waited tables for years in high school and college, like I waitressed, I, I waitressed for many years, so I know rest, I know enough about restaurants. We don't restaurants have any have, milk. Restaurants have cases of milk, it comes in the caseload, like, it, it, like, you have to have milk, it's a restaurant, like, you can't cook without We don't milk. have milk. We don't have milk, right, we don't have milk. Right, so she says, so it's like, oh, oh, Anthony, it gets better. So she's like, I'm like, okay, like, and I, because I waited tables for many years, I'm really patient in these situations. Like, I don't go, yeah. like, I don't go, like, white woman. I'm like, I'm like, okay, like, okay, you don't have milk, like, I'm fine. So then my husband's ordering, um, my husband's ordering, um, he's gonna get like a steak, a bacon, egg, and cheese sandwich. My husband's ordering this, and he's like. Um, can you put, um, he's like, I'll have cheddar cheese. And I was like, oh, we don't have cheddar cheese, which is fine. Okay. He's like, you know what? No big deal. Just give me American. And she's like, we don't have American cheese. And my husband was like, what? I get right. No, I'm, this is a true story. So I'm like, what, like, what do you, like, what kind of, what, 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 what brunch place doesn't have decaf coffee, milk, and no American or cheddar cheese? Like, these are not lofty requests. 
So then my husband was like, okay, you know what? Just give me the steak and eggs, whatever. I ordered a croque monsieur. My girlfriend ordered a, oh, my girlfriend ordered a veggie burger. And then my daughter, so here's the best part. So my daughter's four. They had blueberry pancakes on the menu. My daughter does not like blueberry pancakes. She only pancakes. So I said to the woman, can you, can I have the pancakes? Can you just ask the guys, don't put the blueberries in. Just plain pancakes. Just don't put the, just make a plain pancake. Don't put the blueberries in. She's like, sure, no problem. And I knew in my head, I'm like, we're getting blueberry pancakes. Sure enough, the food comes. There's blueberries in the pancakes. So I'm trying to cut, I'm trying to cut around and cut out the pieces without the blueberry in it. My croque monsieur, I took one bite of it. I, I think the ham was spoiled. It's just that something didn't smell right. And then underneath my husband's food, it came on like a little tray. And then there was a paper plate. But a paper plate on steak and eggs. So my husband's cutting his steak. And as he's cutting the steak, it's cutting into the paper plate. So as he's taking bites, there's like paper plate in the bite. It is just like... They probably did that for the grease, but that's stupid. Right. Exactly. Exactly. You can do that for a second on a plate, but then put it on a different clean plate. Exactly. Totally. So it got, this was Mother's, this is past Mother's Day. And so it got to the point where it was, it was, you know, when something's so bad. It's just time to pull out. Cut your your losses. (laughs) Right. So we didn't even, like I paid, I didn't say I wore to the waitress. We were very nice. I paid the bill. I gave her the, you know gave her 20 i always tip 20 percent. if not i gave her the tip and like my like we walked out and like and i didn't want to we were all trying to be like nobody was really saying anything about how bad it was because like i'm trying to have it's my my girlfriend very nicely like this is katie's mother's day like we have to try and be positive so she didn't say anything and i'm sitting there like this is a dear friend of mine you know her husband had you know just grieving yeah she's she's grieving grieving so i'm like i'm trying to be upbeat for my friend and positive so no one's really kind of saying how bad it is, except my daughter, which was funny because she was like, "Why are there blueberries in these pancakes?" Like my four-year-old is like from the top was like, "I said no blueberries." She's all but like nobody That's else saying anything. So we don't so we, we don't have milk. We gotta use yeah, it for the food, Missy. <laughs> right? Like, how do you make you make pancakes? Right? But we get out of the restaurant and we're walking my um, girlfriend back to her car, and her so we're like, "Yeah," and then my like finally like, my friend was like. She was like, Katie, I feel terrible. She's like, that was like, so, she was like, that was so bad. Like, that was so, and then I just started laughing. And I was like, oh my God, Joan, like, I feel terrible. Like, my, like, we invite you out for this, like, night. And like, she was like, no, 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 it's your mother. Like, so then we just start laughing because it became, it just became funny that like, oh my it's God, that, fucking, that was so. It's hysterical. It's hysterical, it so dude. We don't have American cheese. Uh, right. when you when you for brunch you don't have cheddar and you should have every kind of cheese. Well, so. oh exactly. And I worked at a restaurant that served brunch like it like right away yeah. the second there was like, we don't have decaf coffee we should there was a we should, we should have gone to the Dunkin Donuts across the street and called it a day. A lot of restaurants of don't have half and half. They just have milk. So I mean Right, and that's <laughs> totally. And I get it if I was some like you, you sometimes here I'm in restaurants sometimes and I hear these like people are like like, oh, like, oh, do you have almond milk? It's like, no, it's not Starbucks. It's, a, it's an Italian restaurant. They have, like, go away. Like, you have almond milk. Do you have away. oat like, milk? Like, you have a, right. Can I have some, some oat milk half and half? Right, exactly. It's like, where do you think you are? You're in, like, in a, you're in like a family-owned Italian restaurant. I'm like, no, they don't have oat, but it's like, whatever. But, like, this place, it's like, and I said to her, like, whole milk, two, I don't give a milk, 2%, 1%, whatever, just milk. She'll, my daughter will drink whatever awesome. milk. That's awesome. We don't have milk, and I'm like, you. Then you then close the restaurant because you can't run a restaurant without milk. I can tell you that right now. <laughs> All right. Okay. So, so yeah, man, that was that was awesome. That's a, that's a very funny story. So, Katie, you have anything to plug? Are you going to be anywhere? Um. Yeah. I actually. Um, I'm. I I'm going to release this tomorrow, probably. Or um, or maybe Monday. Maybe I'll wait till Monday because Monday is a better day. Yeah, so no, this, Anthony, first of all, this was super fun. Thank you so much. No, not um, a problem, for, not a problem. So do you have any dates where you're going to be somewhere where people can go see you? Yeah, so I would um, love for people to, um, my, um, my inst- um, I have a Facebook fan page, comic, Katie, comic, the word comic, my name, Katie, which is K-A-T-I-E. And then my, um, my Instagram is at comic, 
uh, KT, so letter K, letter letter T, um, so C-O-M-I-C, letter K, letter T. Um, so I'd love for people to like slash follow. And then, yeah, so, you know, it's a hustle and a grind. But my next show, I'm actually really excited. A really good friend of mine, um, Noel, Kess- Noel Kessler, um, he's got name, a huge yeah. following on yeah, on Twitter. He's a he's a dear friend of mine. Um, Noel's on tour right now, um, but he's coming through to Connecticut, um, not too far from where I grew up, on November 18th at 8 o'clock at the Wall Street Theater in um, Norwalk, Connecticut. And um, I'll be opening for him that night on November 18th at 8 p.m. at the Wall Street Theater in Norwalk, Connecticut, which awesome. is going to be a really fun night. And Noel's great. Yeah, you can find him on Twitter. Um, he has a big following and is like a... Um, yeah, really just funny comic and a, and a dear good friend who's very kindly has me on his show November 18th at the Wall Street Theater. And you can um, buy tickets to that. My website is comic.com and you can find the flyer and, and the website um, for, for tickets. And I, I would love to see you in, um, okay. in Norwalk, Connecticut. All right. Yes, go there. See this woman. She is yep. funny. Very, very funny. Um, listen, Katie, thank you so much for being on, and we're going to talk to you soon, okay? Yeah, for sure. Thank you so much, Anthony. I'll be back at the mic in my um, in my tennis clothes soon. <laughs> All right, cheers. Yeah. Take care. All right, everybody. Yes, that was Katie Finn. Man, she talks quick, huh? <laughs> Maybe quicker than Anthony Quinn. I don't know. What do you think? This has been Food Addict, and my name is Anthony Quinn. Thank you. Cheers. <laughs>